Tonight, U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin is rejecting a request from the Trump legal team and has now scheduled a hearing for 10 a.m. this Friday to talk with both sides about what rules should be imposed for handling of evidence in that investigation by the special counsel into Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump does not have to go in person on Friday. I should note his appearance has been waived. But today on the campaign trail, he was complaining about how his legal problems are affecting his presidential run. I won't be able to go to Iowa today. I won't be able to go to New Hampshire today because I'm sitting in a courtroom on bullshit because his attorney general charged me with something. Terrible. With me to discuss all of this is CNN legal, senior legal analyst and former assistant U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, Ellie Honig. Ellie, we won't make you uh, weigh in on those comments there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but what do you make of this decision by, like, what do you read into Judge Chutkin saying, no, I'm not going to give you until next Monday or Tuesday, as the Trump team had requested. Let's do this on Friday. It's a completely fair decision. Uh, prosecutors wanted to go in ASAP. Trump's team wanted till next week, and she said, let's do it Friday. And th this is a mini skirmish that's really going to foreshadow much bigger battles we have ahead about timing, because you can see the dynamic. Trump's team wants to push off as far as possible. Prosecutors want to pull as quick as possible, and the judge is going to have to find a middle ground. Okay, but this is pretty, I, I was talking to a, a source in Trump world earlier, and I was saying, this is actually pretty standard this early on in a criminal prosecution to decide, here's what you can and yeah. cannot say publicly about what we are sharing with you of evidence in the case. I mean, it could be transcripts from witnesses who went before the grand jury. It could be a lot of information. Really important distinction. The judge is not deciding to shut Donald Trump up entirely. It may get to that point if he keeps making comments like that. All the judge is saying is you can't take the evidence in this case, the discovery, the grand jury transcripts, the witness information, and blast it out over true social. And the judge is going to decide what the parameters are of that. But yeah, that's a really important distinction here. And the federal grand jury that is investigating here, the one that handed down the indictment last week, they yeah. met again today. Yeah. I mean, clearly they're still investigating because there's six unindicted co-conspirators. What is this? It's got to be that. I mean, look, prosecutors always love to say the investigation's ongoing. It's clear that means something here. It's not just boilerplate. Yeah, look, there are six people named as co-conspirators. Prosecutors don't do that lightly. When you call someone a co-conspirator, what you're saying is we believe this person was part of the crime and in on it. And so there is a continuing investigation, all indications, including Paula Reed's reporting that Bernie Kerrick was in there mm -hmm. being questioned about Rudy Giuliani. Tell me that their next focus on those six co-conspirators. Big question, by the way, is if they are going to indict them, do they add them to the Trump indictment or do them separately? If they add them to the Trump indictment, that's going to be a big problem for timing. Yeah, we'll see what that looks like. But also today, Trump was railing against this judge, or the district county, the district attorney in Fulton yeah. County, Fonnie Willis, I mean, he was going after her in, in terms that we're not going to, to play what he right. said about her uh, today. But he was going after her. But we have learned from Sarah Murray just now that she is expected to present her case to the grand jury starting next week. That's going to take about 48 hours, we believe. I mean, how soon do you think Trump could see be facing another indictment? It, I, look, it looks clear it's going to be very soon. It could be next week. When you're at this phase, you're really in endgame. And remember, Fonnie Willis has already put all her evidence into this special grand jury that wrapped up a couple months ago. She can just go in to this grand jury now and summarize it. I do have to say, because I just feel obligated every time Trump goes on one of these rants, you're right not to play it. Don't give it air. But what he says here is disgraceful. It's grotesque. It's dangerous. I'm out of adjectives. But I do feel it's really important to call this out every time he attacks our judicial system, our prosecutors, our judges. Yeah, I mean, he's not just attacking Fonnie Willis. He's saying she's politically motivated in what she's doing here. But he also says that you know, he's attacking the judge that is going to his attorneys are going to be before on Friday. Obviously, he goes after Jake, Jack Smith essentially every day yeah. at breakfast. I mean, 
What is that like when Trump's attorneys are in the room with Judge Chutkin on Friday oh, trying to have this, this discussion? Here's the thing. You do have a right as a criminal defendant to criticize your judge, your prosecutor. I've been criticized in public by people I've prosecuted. That's fine. It's a First Amendment right. But at a certain point, when you cross a line into threats, into potentially tampering with witnesses, or your jury pool, remember, everyone's watching this. They're part of the jury pool. Then it's up to the prosecutors. I mean, normal citizens can't go to a judge and say, you need to put a stop to this. Only prosecutors can do that, or the judge can do it herself. But gosh, I can't even imagine how difficult it is to yeah. try to be the lawyer for this client. The other thing that stood out to me today when he was in New Hampshire yeah. uh, is he said this, this is a quote, he said, there was never a second of any day that I didn't believe that it was a rigged election. I've never heard him say something like that before. Obviously, we listened to, to a lot of his speeches, but we looked at the indictment. Jack Smith opens the indictment by saying Trump knew that he had lost at least 30 times in it. He references Trump's, quote, knowingly false claims. Do you think this is a defense tactic that we are seeing from Trump? 100%. That's going to be a crucial battleground in this case. By the way, I think the most important piece of evidence in that indictment, one of them, is when Donald Trump's talking about claims that Sidney Powell has made about election fraud, and Donald Trump says those claims are, and I quote, crazy. That's going to be a key battleground throughout this case. A lot of key battlegrounds that we have here. For Luckily, sure. we have you, Ellie Honig, to help break them down. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.